Christmas time, loved putting decorations on the tree so that my mother could move them to the correct spot when we left the room. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. Have you ever waited in line? When our kids were small, I dragged them along one boxing day so that we could buy something we didn't need. Yesterday's gift with next year's money. It was cold, windy, miserable. We hopped from foot to foot to stay warm. Then finally, my wise wife ushered the kids back to our toasty minivan and waited for me, blowing kisses out the window. Here are fun ways to pass time when waiting in line. Rearrange your wallet while humming the Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> you can look at your watch and go ding each time the second hand reaches the 12. Or pretend to be sneaking nonchalantly past the person in front of you. This is always entertaining if you laugh while you do it. Patience. It's not my leading virtue. Ask my wife. On second thought, don't. Years ago, Londoners waited in line for hours to catch a glimpse of Prince Louis, born 8 pounds 7 ounces. One old man said, I will wait as long as I have to to see this child. It's not the first time people waited. When Simeon, a devout man of Jerusalem, finally held the baby Jesus, he said, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. The Jews waited hundreds of years for the promised Messiah. Imagine if they had waited at the poshest hospital Bethlehem had to offer, only to discover that Jesus was born where animals bedded down. But God has never done things our way. Charlie was only ten. His family was spending Christmas in the English countryside. Charlie loved trading the blackened streets of London for the snow-covered hills. One day, his mother invited him to go for a drive, and he climbed into the car wide-eyed. Tires crunched the snow, and Charlie smiled. But as heavy snow fell, his mother wasn't smiling. The car snaked its way down a winding road, and as they took a curve, they slid into a ditch. The tire spun, but couldn't get a grip. Little Charlie pushed, but he was just ten. So they set off to a nearby house. They knocked. Surprised to see them, a woman warmly invited them in, offered them a phone and some tea and scones, or scones if you prefer. They visited until help arrived. Years have passed. Charlie has likely forgotten. He's 75 now. His mother is in heaven, so I'm sure it's not uppermost in her mind. But that dear lady who invited them in will never forget. You see, the travelers stranded in that ditch that day were no less than Queen Elizabeth and 10-year-old Prince Charles, the boy who would one day be king. Something far grander has happened. Royalty has stooped and tapped our door. The Bible tells us that the child laid in a manger was God himself. The baby grew up and was nailed to a cross to pay the penalty for our sins, to declare us righteous in the sight of a holy God. Christianity is not about what we do to get to God. Aren't you glad? It's about what he has done to get to us. That's Christmas. That's grace. I remember the day I knelt by my styrofoam bed, I think I was about five, and asked Jesus to come into my life and change me. Jesus, I'm sorry, I prayed. Forgive me, I believe in you. If you've been waiting in line for the greatest deal ever, look no further, pray that prayer. He alone gives us lasting peace, hope, freedom, and an eternity spent in the fullness of joy. Merry Christmas, my friend.
Did you know that the Ministry of Laugh Again is funded almost exclusively by its generous listeners? And one of the most impactful ways you can support Laugh Again is by joining the Friends of Laugh Again monthly partner program. By committing to a monthly gift, you'll help amplify these messages of hope and joy to hearts and homes that so desperately need them. To learn more about becoming a monthly partner, visit laughagain.org. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.